Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Joining us now is Senator Chris Murphy, our U.S. Senator from Connecticut. Senator Murphy, it's wonderful to talk with you again. Hello, how are you? I am wonderful. It's great to be with you. It's great to be with you, too. Are you in D.C. today? Where are you? I am. Yeah, we are uh, back in session this week. A little a slow start uh, because we had to get a house organized first, but uh, we are now underway for the new legislative session. It's very exciting, I'm sure. And what is this? What year are you starting as our senator? In other words, oh how? My gosh, good questions. I don't, I don't, I don't count the years that I've been here, but I guess this is my, my, the fifth year, my second term. So I guess I'm, you know, going on ten years in the United States Senate. I mean, I'm still, you know, a relatively junior member of the Senate. Uh, so I don't think I've sort of cracked the top fifty in seniority, but uh, I have now been here for about ten years. That's because the average age of U.S. senators we all know to be older than the average age of Americans. Am I right? It is. No, it's like I don't feel I don't feel you know young any longer. But I but in the United States Senate I feel like a spring chicken. So uh, right. Yeah, I'm I'm still a, I'm still a, a junior here. Senator Murphy, if you could possibly walk to a place where we could get a little bit clearer connection, it sounds like you're coming through uh, underwater a little bit. Like a little no, bit. I apologize. I'm on a landline, so I can't mm. do any better. Okay. All right. This is, isn't that ironic, though? I mean, we used to count on landlines as being the best quality, and now who the heck knows anything? I know. All right. So, Senator Murphy, I have a question for you. You know that we just made marijuana recreationally legal in Connecticut, and one of the questions I have for you is if marijuana comes as a vote nationally to make it other than the narcotic it is now— Will you vote to either, quote, reclassify it, or would you even vote to make it completely legal if asked? Oh, well, I think we have to do that at this point. There are so many states now that have legalized it. It makes no sense for it to remain 
um, an illegal schedule product at the federal level. It just it, it, it just makes it impossible for sort of states to move forward. So you can you know, have a product in Connecticut, but you can't put it on a plane. You can't do banking um, if you're in the business. So you know, to me, this is a decision that states are making, and the federal government should you know should should allow states to decriminalize if they want to. So yes, I, I'm at the point where I you know, would certainly support um, taking it off of that illegal schedule. I just think that's a recognition of reality. Does the federal government, because I'm thinking about tobacco and public health, does the federal government fund uh, education when it comes to trying to encourage people to not smoke? And would you be in favor of funding that same kind of education to try and educate people about the aspects and effects of marijuana? I think most of that is done um, at the, you know, at the local and state level. But, uh, of course, I'm, you know, always supportive of, um, you know, any level of government doing, you know, work in the public health sector. I was literally just sitting at the kitchen table with my 14-year-old and 11-year-old telling them about the the risks of uh, drug use, the risks of marijuana use. Uh, and so you know, parents have to take a lead in terms of doing that education. Uh, the, the federal government can certainly be part of that. I do think most of the funding for public health initiatives comes from you know, state and local governments. We're chatting with Senator Chris Murphy. And I wanted to ask you, Senator Murphy, uh, there are so many ways... We just had Senator Blumenthal on on Monday, and he had just come back from Ukraine. Are you in agreement with him that it is in the long-term best interest of the United States to keep uh, to keep weapons and the money that it costs to get those weapons to Ukraine? I am. I am. I, listen, I, I think that we benefit as a nation from the post-World War II order in which big nations don't invade other nations. And uh, we have a lot of treaties out there uh, in Europe and in Asia where we have pledged to defend countries if they are invaded. And so this is the first time since World War II where you've had a big country um, brazenly invade another country, um, and the United States has to play a role to put the genie back in the bottle. Um, and, and, and it's a message that we're sending, not just to Russia, but to a country like China, who was contemplating invading Taiwan. Uh, so to me, you know, the United States does, whether we like it or not, have a responsibility as the biggest, most prosperous, most powerful nation in the world to help enforce the, the, the rules of order. Uh, and so the, the Russians have violated maybe one of the most sacred rules of international order, which is that you don't change your boundaries by force. Now, I also think that there should be some limits uh, to our support for Ukraine. I don't think that we should put our own troops in the fight. I don't think we should give weapons to the Ukrainians that they can use to you know, launch offensive attacks into Russia. But I do, along with Senator Blumenthal, uh, and most Republicans here uh, support our continued uh, funding of Ukraine's effort to protect itself. And with the new Congress and the new Republican majority, although it is a slim one, it is still very definitely a majority, do you think that the policy on Ukraine will shift and the money available for Ukraine will shift? It could. 
should. I mean, I'm certainly worried uh, because there are a lot of Republicans that are you know, following Trump that have, uh, you know, supported Putin's uh, invasion or have opposed um, aid to Ukraine. Um, I think it makes sense for us to continue to ask questions about whether the money we're sending there is uh, effective and, and, and helping the fight. Um, but uh, I don't agree with Republicans that we should abandon Ukraine. I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a big mistake, and I frankly think that would get us more trouble in the long run. That would, you know, ultimately be a green light to Russia to um, continue its assault on our friends and possibly you mess with a NATO country. And, and there we have an obligation, you know, not just to send weapons, but to actually send American troops. Yeah, I know. We're chatting with Senator Chris Murphy. Senator Murphy, you have acquired a national reputation for your stance against gun violence, but we just saw in California over the weekend three more mass attacks, and and, and in places like ballroom dancing, you know, places where people are supposed to be happy to gather in a gardening, in a nursery, for goodness sakes, where people are gathering just because they're living their life. There's no rhyme or reason. These attacks seem completely random to the average innocent bystander. And California has some of the strongest gun control measures that there are. So you tell me, what are we doing wrong? Well, even in states that are trying to really crack down on this, what are we doing wrong? Well, I think this is proof that you need federal laws. Right? California you know, can't protect itself with its own laws because these guns don't respect state borders. And so when you have a patchwork of laws in which you know, assault weapons are illegal in California but legal in Texas, uh, where criminals can't really get their guns uh, in Connecticut, but they can easily get guns in Georgia. Um, you know, the, the 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 states like ours that are serious about keeping guns out of the hands of dangerous people can't adequately protect our citizens. So you need a national ban on assault weapons. You need a national criminal background check system where every gun purchase comes with a background check. Um, that's the solution. And the good news is that you know, even with all of the ways to get around strong state laws, even with the fact that a lot of illegal guns come into Connecticut um, despite our strong laws, we still have a much lower rate of gun violence in Connecticut than states that have weak laws. So the proof is in the pudding. States like Connecticut and California that have you know, passed tight gun laws, we save lives. I mean, just think of this, Lisa. In, let's just take Connecticut and Florida. Florida's got pretty loose gun laws. Connecticut's got pretty stark gun laws. We have a gun violence rate in Connecticut that's 400% lower, lower than Florida, and that's because we have better laws. But our, our gun violence rate in Connecticut could be even lower if Florida had tighter laws, if there was a, a higher national floor for who gets a, a gun, and that's what we're focused on. Obviously, we passed the first gun safety law in 30 years last summer that it I did. wrote, and yeah. we're hopeful to build on that. Okay. Uh, we have Marlene from Stratford who has a question for you about Social Security. Marlene, you're on the air with Senator Chris Murphy. Hello and good morning. Hello, Marlene. Are you there? Marlene? Hola? Andrew, is Marlene there? Here we go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi, Marlene. We hear you now. You're on the air with Senator Murphy. Hi. Great. Hi. Um, Thank you for your service, uh, Congressman. And... I voted for you each time, so I'm happy to see that you're still there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You're welcome. um, I'll tell you, um, I I have some other thoughts about the other things you spoke about as well, but I keep getting in my email box um, uh, concerns about Social Security being taken away, and I just wanted to know if that's a concern and it's real or I'm just getting these emails to solicit uh, money for me to donate to an agency or a group um, to um, kind of threaten me here because I, I, if I didn't have Social Security, I'd be in bad shape. Well, um, you are not alone. Uh, there are hundreds of thousands of seniors in Connecticut um, who live off of their Social Security income. And in a high-cost state like Connecticut, um, th- any sort of decrease in Social Security would um, be life-threatening. Um, so two things to say. A, yes, you should be um, very careful about responding to these emails. There are these days tons of scammers online who are trying to get you to give money to a political cause based upon a fear that's not legitimate. Uh, But B, Social Security is unfortunately at risk with this new Republican majority. Now, there's nothing that they can pass that would pass the Senate that would jeopardize Social Security. One of the things that's happening right now is a conversation over something, the debt ceiling. You've got to um, raise the amount of money that the government can borrow to pay bills that are due. Um, That normally is a pretty automatic thing we do, but Republicans in the House are now saying, we aren't going to allow the federal government to pay its bills uh, unless we get cuts to certain programs. And uh, amongst the programs they're talking about demanding cuts to is Social Security. They would like to lower benefits or raise the retirement age. Um, Now, I don't think we should agree to any of their demands. Uh, I think we insist that they pay America's bills. But there is going to be pressure on the Senate to negotiate with Republicans in order to stop the government from defaulting on its debt. And one of the things that House Republicans are going to demand, we think, is cuts in Social Security. So I'll fit it. Um, I can't imagine that you know, we would ever you know, support a cut in Social Security, but that's one of the things that this new House Republican majority is talking about. Thank you, Marlene. That's really okay, interesting. That's Can I make a comment also about you just said about gun control and it it being done more nationally than um, by state? And you know I'm still upset about the decision about Roe v. Wade. And you know here's you know something that was national, and then now it's 
you know, totally it's taken away and now it's state locally regulated uh, instead. And um, I, I really think that that kind of falls within the same idea that you just discussed with the gun, gun control. Yeah, listen, I, I think that there are a lot of things that are properly regulated by states. Um, for instance, our school systems, right? Um, th- those should be you know, mainly regulated, that should be made at the state level. But then there are other things like you know, the, the gun trade in this country that you can't regulate on a state-by-state basis because um, guns move across state lines. Schools stay where they are, but guns move. So to me, you just got to make a decision about what can you effectively regulate on a state-by-state basis and what can you effectively – what do you need to regulate on a federal basis? And to me, guns is one of the things you need to have federal laws on. Marlene, thank yeah, you for the so call. Well. Senator Murphy, let me just follow up in, in, for a minute for that because as a woman who was also very frustrated with Roe v. Wade and, and just frustrated altogether, you know, there are a lot of agendas that are important, and I'm not saying that there aren't. But for a lot of women, it would have been very nice to see, uh, while the Democrats still had a majority both in the House and the Senate, some real movement towards putting a bill in front of uh, President Biden last last fall that would have said, okay, we're going to have a national right, a federal right to abortion. How come that didn't happen, Senator Murphy? Well, of course, I I agree, and it's just heartbreaking to me to see what— Women are going through all across the country, and I thank my, you know, lucky stars. We all do that. We live in a state that protects the right of abortion. But, you know, let's be clear: the agenda here is to pass a national ban on abortion. If Republicans ever get control of the House and the Senate and the presidency, and that could happen in the next, you know, three years, uh, they will pass a national ban on abortion, and Connecticut women will no longer have access to reproductive health care. Um, so your question is a more specific one. Yeah. So we did. We tried. So we. So we put. Uh, a bill on the floor to codify Roe versus Wade, um, and uh, it got 50 votes in the Senate. But as you know, you need 60 votes under the current rules to pass anything through the Senate. So we couldn't get any Republicans to vote for it, and so the bill failed by filibuster. We we don't have agreement right now to change the rules of the Senate, so we did put a bill to codify Roe versus Wade on the Senate floor. It got all the Democratic votes, got no Republican votes, and ultimately that meant that it failed. So there's a clear contrast between you know the two parties on this issue, unfortunately, and until we get a few more Democrats in the Senate, um, it's going to be very difficult to pass that into law. Even though you had somebody like Susan Collins get reelected on theoretically a pro-choice platform and Lisa Murkowski, these women have said that they're pro-choice for their entire career. They didn't vote for that bill? They voted against the bill. They sort of cited some technicalities, but I'm sure they were under lots of pressure from their constituencies, uh, their, their, their Republican constituencies. I can't you know, explain their vote for them, but all I can tell you is that we put a bill on the floor to codify Vera versus Wade, and they didn't vote for it. Senator Chris Murphy, I want to thank you for your time today. I hope you'll come back on the show really soon and keep us surprised of what's going on. Thank you for your advocacy uh, on behalf of all of us here in Connecticut and specifically WICC listeners and for coming on the show and taking calls. Well, thanks for all your great work, Lisa, and thanks for having me on. A pleasure. Senator Chris Murphy on the Lisa Wexler Show. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.